The world is full of negativity. And negativity usually tells us that we're disqualified, that somehow we don't measure up as a man. Somehow we haven't really uh, fit, hit the path that, that's going to take us to that place of being the guy that we know we can be, but probably never will be. We're going to talk about the feeling of disqualification and how to overcome that today on Brave Men. I'm here with uh, Pastor John Arana. And uh, John, this is something all of us deal with, right? Absolutely. You, you've been in places of leadership over the years. Absolutely. And uh, everybody all, always every- felt qualified. Oh. <laughs> On the contrary. Always felt like I'm the guy. <laughs> always felt like, man, yeah, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> are you sure I'm the guy for this? Because I don't think so. <laughs> hey, do you think that maybe that sense of I am the guy, I'm the man, do you think maybe that actually means the guy's not qualified, but he just doesn't boy, know boy, it? Boy, I tell you what, I, I definitely would think twice about putting somebody like that in leadership. Exactly. Because I think that's, that's man, it's a little arrogant, and it's also yeah. a little bit pretentious, you yeah, know, presumptuous, be, you know, thinking yeah, like. Might have a little pride. You think you really got this? You think you got this? <laughs> You're in for yeah. a surprise. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. It's like. Uh, uh, it's like being married. Um, you know, I know guys. I, I know guys who say, uh, and you've heard this because you counsel a lot of people. Hey, you know, we're not going to get married till I'm really ready. <laughs> Dude, you're never going to be ready. Well, you're never going to get married. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You might as well just, yeah, cut the burn and just go for it. You know, just quit burning, just get married. Hey, yeah. this is going to be a great conversation today with John Arana on feeling disqualified and overcoming that sense of disqualification today on Brave Men. It's Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole. Wisdom and courage for the journey. John, I can think of so many different places that we have a sense of being disqualified. And in fact, I can, I, I don't know that of any position I've been put in, where I felt like, man, I've, I've, I've got this, totally got this. <laughs> Until you've done it for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and you're still wondering, man, you know, as, yeah. as you progress and maybe you have a little bit of success, you start thinking, I, I'm, I'm still over my head here. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm still in uncharted water. And you're thinking like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I can do this, you yeah. know. I'm with John Ron, who's pastor of Oasis Church in Arlington, Texas, and a leadership specialist. And you've traveled all over the world and taught taught leaders, actually. And do you think, uh, is this sort of one of the things that keeps coming up with different men? The sense of disqualification. Hey, I I screwed up in my life, so I probably will never... I hear, all, I hear it all the time. Do you you know, really? I talk to guys, leaders and non-leaders, and, and everybody has that concern mm. that, you know, maybe I'm going to get found out. You wow. know, I'm going to get found out that I'm wow. not really, you know, qualified to do this, or I'm going to fi- get found out that I'm, you know, faking it till I make it, you know, yeah. and I, I, I hear that a lot, Paul. You know, uh, there's one thing. Let's say, let's say a guy's a mechanic. Let's say I'm a mechanic and I'm working on, uh, maybe I'm a specialist on, you know, German cars, you know, with BMW and stuff. Yeah. Maybe I'm a specialist on that. And I can measure that. Yeah. So now I feel qualified. Sure. What's difficult are the yeah. things that are more difficult to measure. Yeah. Being a dad. Sure. Being a husband. Yeah. yeah. Uh, being a coach. 
You know, uh, am I doing the right thing for my kids? Sure. Am I actually leading yeah, my your, life your leadership properly? Ability. Your leadership ability. You right? Know? Your character, you know? Dude, character, man. <laughs> now you're starting to <laughs> kind of get into my life here. Holy, so, holy. <laughs> you know, and I think of, uh, you know, what I think of on this is I think of David in First Samuel chapter 30. David has actually kind of come out of his worst area of depression. Okay, when he's in the cave. Yeah. And he's fighting, he's got some men in there fighting, and and he's following the leading of God. And then one time he doesn't. And he goes to a place mm. called Ziklag. Mm. Oh man. Right? And then from Ziklag, he yeah. uses that as a base camp and he goes off and fights. And when yeah. he comes back, yeah. everything he owns is gone. Wiped out. It's wiped out. Women, cattle, children, everything is gone. It's all gone. Yeah. And his men who have trusted him look at him and go, dude. This is your fault, man. You messed up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's it? Imagine. Man, that's got to be a tough time of feeling disqualified. Imagine, yeah. Not only the unknown or immeasurable. Yeah. What about if I am able to measure it, but I <laughs> exactly. did screw up? And you realize. I think, Paul, in my experience, you know, God wants to create a sense of dependency on him. There you go. And I yeah. think that he does it by putting us in situations that are going to go beyond ourselves mm. in order for us to confront ourselves with our limitations and be able to then depend on him. But when we start relying simply on our abilities or talents, you know, which we all have and it's good, yeah. and, you know, we could use them and everything. But if we think I'm going to get this done simply by my talents and my abilities, mm -hmm. then I think that's when we can measure very clearly that we have not measured up to the objective and that God wants to create that sense of, hey, you need me. The you sense of dependence on him. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it says in Romans. It says all the entire world has been has been given a sense of frustration mm -hmm. so that, you know, that whole scripture about yeah. every knee will bow and every yeah. tongue will confess that Christ yeah. is Lord. Yeah, exactly. You know, the what brings that to pass is a sense of frustration. And man, life is not turning out the way it should. Yeah. Things are not good. Yeah. So but but when we talk about spiritual leadership and, and character and manhood. A lot of us feel disqualified. We did stuff or stuff happened to us. Yeah. You know, we, we were abused or we were, uh, you know, we had somebody tell us a coach in seventh grade, say, hey, man, you'll never. You're, you're no you're, good. You're, yeah, you're never <laughs> you know, or a mentor or somebody yeah. that we trusted and they, and they yeah. turn on us. And, yeah. and all of a sudden we carry this negativity. And I think it's exacerbated by the world because the world's negative by nature. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I, I, I think. There's so much emphasis on performance, oh, you know, wow. e even yeah. even in ministry, you know, even mm -hmm. doing God's thing. There's so much focus on performance. You know, what are your numbers? How how big are you? How far have you gone? How many places you've been? And I think that that that's intimidating to a person that's mm. thinking, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it, you know, yeah. uh, when when in reality, God focuses on the heart. And if God can get to the heart, then God can get you to a place where you can achieve things that wow. were way beyond yourself. Yeah, I think you're I think that's exactly right. So David comes back and I love this thing. He did come back and he goes, OK, I messed up, you guys. Yes, and they're all like, yeah, you messed up. We're going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this says that they were thinking about taking <laughs> him out. <laughs> you know what? This guy, we lost everything. Yeah. 
We lost everything. Yeah. And and this guy did it. We it's followed his him. Fault. It's, his it's his fault. fault. He's not qualified yeah, to be the yeah, leader. Yeah. So what did David do? He did exactly what you're talking yeah. about, John. He went he, and sought God. He sought God. Yeah. He said, God, I messed up. I messed I up. I went in my talent. Yeah. I thought, man, I'm a great warrior. Yeah. Look at what I've done. Absolutely. Yeah. And he went off just on his own. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. He, it's like he opened a car dealership, but yeah. but the Lord hadn't told him to do it. <laughs> uh, he started a new business. He he changed jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And and it wasn't the leading of the Lord. Exactly. And it's like, gosh, I changed jobs and things are worse. And yeah. Disruption in my family. And man, yeah. I missed it. So what do you yeah. do? You do you what David go, did. You got to go to God. And he repented. And he repented. Yeah. Repented. He realized, hey, I did this arrogantly thinking that I don't yeah. even need God. No, I've got it, man. And now I realize, I this thing nailed. wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, I, I can. I need to go back and I need to understand that my relationship with God and my dependency on God is critical. God will use my talents, but um, I, I need that connection. I need wow. that divine connection. And he repented to yep. God. Now, here's That's another right. thing he That's did. That's a good one. He That's repented one. to yeah. his men. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a difficult thing to do yeah. for a man who's married. Yeah. I think it's hard to sit down and say, I messed I'm, up. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's easier to say, yeah, I'm a jerk. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm out. I'm going to go get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it right? is. It's, it's hard. It's, it's easier to do that. It's easier. Much rather easier. than to sit there and go, hey, yeah. I repent. I messed up. I'm sorry. So let's pray together. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. And let's get the leading of the Lord on yeah. it. And what did God tell David? Sure. This is one of the greatest turnarounds I love this in story. history. Yeah. yeah. And I know you've taught it a lot. Oh, yeah. And oh, God yeah. tells David, go and recover all. Go do it. Go do it now because I'm going to be with you. And I'm because I'll be with you I'm, and I'm the one that's directing you. That's right. Exactly. And and I love the ending of the story because he comes back it. with all the spoils and he comes back with everything recovered and more plus, and more. Plus. And, and then at the end, he tells the people, he tells, we're going to share these spoils with the older men and we're going to share these spoils with the ones that couldn't come with the people us. people who couldn't go to war. So, I mean, you know, they. They, they just blossom, man, from that one decision that I got to go with God. I got to I got to depend on God. Yeah. You know, that that sense of feeling disqualified I, of anybody, I guess, you know, David should have been disqualified. I mean, we name our kids David, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody names kids David, right? Because yeah. he was a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yet he. Uh, he killed his best friend to get the guy's wife. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And also remember when, when the prophet Dude. came to anoint the, the sons of uh, Jesse. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jesse didn't even call David. Oh, dude. Well, he had, to deal with the, he had to deal with his dad's disqualifying him. That's so right. That's a good exactly. point. Exactly. His dad disqualified his him. His dad disqualified him. Yeah. Nah, not, not David. Everybody else, yeah, yeah but yeah. not David. Oh, yeah. He's, think about that. He's looking at his sons, and he goes, hey, one of you is going to be the king. Yeah. Uh, yeah, now you won't be you, David. <laughs> yeah, you can go. But it won't be you. <laughs> yeah. Of course, David did, did end up. Then we can do this in another program. But, <laughs> but David did walk back in when he did show up. Samuel goes, isn't there anybody else? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he looked at Eliab, the oldest yeah, son. Exactly. And he goes, that must be this guy. Guy yeah. looks like a, I mean, the guy sure. can. 
it's kind of like the guy can shoot. He's got an outside shot. <laughs> yeah. He's got the moves. He's got to be the one. This must be the guy. He's got all the right talent. He's got all the tools. <laughs> yeah, you just don't know that he can't play when somebody's guarding him. That's, uh, <laughs> so, you, know, you ever seen those guys? That that's good funny. Practice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. But, uh, but, but that's what happened. And God said, no, you look on the outside, but I look on the inside. That's it. And he had developed a character in David. Yeah. And then when David shows up, he looks different than the other boys. Yeah. So there must be, there could have been another reason. Yeah, these are all my sons Samuel right here. Told, said David, oh, yeah. David, listen, oh, yeah. the prophet's That's coming. That's right. And uh, I need him not to see you. Yeah, exactly. He's going to, I'm well, going to get When busted. the prophet asks, when the prophet uh, asks, don't you have any other you sons? Got no other kids? It's like, well, well you know, no, I do have this one kid. <laughs> David walks in. He's, got, he's the redhead stepchild in a sense. He yeah. walks in. He's, he says he's got ruddy complexion. In other words, it looks totally different than the other boys. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. a whole other story. That's it. That's a whole story. But hey, okay. So look at this. Wouldn't David then have felt disqualified even in the fact that he was born? In a way, we don't know the details. Sure. We just know he's different. Right. And Sam and, and his dad didn't want him in front of the, yeah. you know, the yeah. prophet. Perhaps David, from the very start, felt disqualified by his dad. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's a deep rejection. You Dude. know, I mean, yeah. if your dad disqualifies you, that's, that's, that's serious. So he had to overcome that. Yeah. And he had to speak, he had to speak life on himself. Yeah. Right. So a lot of the songs he wrote, you know, he wrote half the book yeah. of Psalms. Yeah. A lot of those things he wrote were about lifting up his heart, lifting up his spirit. Uh, your phone rang right in the middle of a podcast. Man. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I don't know. I have it on, so, silence. It on silence. I don't know what happened. Man. That's a, that's a, well, it's probably an ESPN alert. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. But the fact is, is that this guy, this guy, what he did, the Bible says in Psalms, it says he stirred up his spirit. Mm. And I think when you feel yeah. disqualified, yeah. there is a, I have to go to God. That's and it. I've got to let the power and anointing of the Holy Spirit yeah. stir up my heart to tell me what he told That's me right. when I was born, which is yeah. you were made for today. That's right. That's yeah, good. We've That's talked good. about it before that God has never regretted having you born. That's good. And you were born for today. So you're yeah. qualified. Yeah. You're qualified to help others. Yeah. Number one. That's right. Because the quality of helping others mm -hmm. is serving. I right. Yeah. Now, leadership comes out of serving because you're only qualified to lead to the degree you're willing to That's right. serve. To serve. Exactly. So serving others is what begins to qualify you. That's so if it. you have a sense of disqualification, let the Holy Spirit stir it up in you. That's right. Right. Yeah. Uh, let let God begin to. I mean, he went back to God. Repent. Yeah. For moving out yeah. of his That's will, right. if you will. Yeah. Uh, you know, forgive others, forgiveness. Yeah. If you were abused, forgive those who have hurt you. Yeah, forgiveness That's what sets you free. Forgiveness opens, free. doesn't it? Yeah. Opens yeah. your heart. It does. Sets you free. So yeah, forgive others who yeah. have hurt you, yeah. right? Yeah. And then ask God, God, Father, give me your will for my life. Put yeah. me in that place. And we talk about it a lot. You'll find that place in the process of helping others find theirs. That's it. Right. That's good. I, I've That's got good. A, a young man's friend of mine. His name's John. And uh, John was not quite sure of his future. You know what he wanted to do with his life. He's okay. young. He's sharp guy. And and I said, well, what do you want? You know, what are you thinking? He said, man, I really love construction. Mm. So, OK. 
So he went and did that for a year, okay. okay, construction. And he came back after a year. We met. I said, what do you think? He goes, I don't know, man. I, said, <laughs> I don't know if that's it. That's, I don't feel totally fulfilled. Okay. So I like it. I don't feel fulfilled. Yeah. Well, maybe you like the process of construction. He goes, yeah, that's it. Mm. So he went to work at Lowe's, and he started selling lumber and okay. helping guys get stuff built. And he, okay. I don't know, seven or eight months later, he comes yeah. back and goes, man, that's not it. I said, well, what is it that you really enjoy, like as a hobby or something? He right. goes, oh, you know what? My dad and I, we go to these conferences where they talk about investing. Mm. You know, and he okay. said, you know, I've done this with some of the money that I've made, you know, okay. construction and stuff, investing. I said, well, that sounds like banking. He goes, yeah. So he had met a guy in the process of construction. Okay. Okay. And that guy said, he goes to him, he says, I, we've got a job opening. Boom, gets a job. He's now in, been in banking, I think, 10 years now. Oh, Loves yeah. it. Wow. Is fulfilled in it, is thriving in it, has yeah. become a, what they call a personal banker for okay. high net worth yeah. people. Uh-huh. Uh, helps people to their dreams. Very successful wow. in what he's doing. Look at that. But it was kind of like uh, when you're out shooting at a target and yeah. you're trying to figure out how to hit it yeah. perfectly. Right. You kind of uh, bracket. Sure. You, know, you, you shoot. And you're a little bit left. Yeah. You're a little right. right. Okay. You shoot again. Adjustments. Ah, right. All the adjustments. Adjustment. Yeah. It's bracketing. Yeah. yeah. So you bracket in. You find mm -hmm. a target. So my thing is always go do something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I'm disqualified. We'll go, go do something. Go try something, man. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a final word on, on overcoming disqualification. I, th I think for my personal experience, you know, uh, I've had to really pay attention to what is it that God says about me. Because mm -hmm. in, 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 in my journey, you know, there's been a lot of negative things. There's been a lot of negative experiences. And for me to turn that around, those tapes that are so deeply embedded in my consciousness, I've had to go to God's word and I've yeah. had to say, what does God say about me? What does God say about me? And it's been a journey of years of basically rehearsing and re renewing my mind and, you know, being exposed to God's opinion of me because well, I, I think that's it. Yeah. Somebody knows me better than I know myself, and yeah. that's God. And when the moment comes when I might start start doubting myself, I go to God and I say, "Okay, this is what God says about me." So I have to own up to that. I have to receive that, and then I have to start walking that out. Yeah. So here's the word, and, and if you'll write to me, Paul at cmn dot men, Paul at cmn Christian I'll send you a download. It's called the Affirmations of a Jesus Follower. And I'll send you a free download. That's good. And it's uh, two pages of scriptures. Mm -hmm. Ephesians 2, I am alive with Christ. Romans 8, I am free from the law of sin and death. There you 1 go. 1 Corinthians 2, I have the mind of Christ. There you go. Uh, Philippians 4, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There you go. There you Romans go. 8, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in mm -hmm. me. As a mm -hmm. follower of Jesus Christ, you are a new man. There you go. There so you, you go. are not disqualified. There you go. The enemy puts negativity on yeah. you, but God puts his positivity That's in your right. heart. There you go. So you're qualified from the inside out, there not just go. from the outside. There end. you go. There you go. So you work on your character. Yeah. Work on the qualifications of your heart. Mm hmm. Uh, you may work on your talent to be a better sure. mechanic, sure. Uh, to be a better plumber, whatever yeah, it is that exactly. God's called you to do, whatever yeah. you feel your vocation is. Yeah. But there's also that deep That's thing it. of I'm going to qualify. I'm going to be qualified, not yeah. by me, yeah. but by what David did. Yeah. He repented. 
yeah. called on the Lord, yeah. and the God gave him the qualifications in his heart. There you go. So I'll send you this download. It's called The Affirmations that's of a Jesus awesome. Follower. That's, Write to that's me. That's good. That's good. Uh, CMN.men, Christian Men's Network, CMN.men, Paul at CMN.men. Or you can write to the office at cmn.men, and Bruce or one of the guys will get this to you, and it's the affirmations of a Jesus follower. Thank you for being with us today on Brave Men in Season 4, which is, uh, we've been calling it Go uh, 15 Go. Go 15? 15 Always Go. Good. 15, 15 Go. 15 Go. Because <laughs> they're all 15 minutes. We're just going to download. And uh, what a great session on overcoming the, the feelings of That's being good. disqualified. Yeah. Been with John Arana. Thanks for being with me today on Brave Men, John. Bless you guys. You've just experienced Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole. Paul is president of the Christian Men's Network. Connect with Paul at cmn.men or write to him at paul at cmn.men.